I'm not going to lie. I really struggled with this week's rankings. Almost as much as the Bears' offense struggled against the Vikings. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Yeah, the Packers barely beat the Jaguars, but at least we haven't lost four straight. I have to make fun of the Bears because I can't make fun of the Vikings right now. That's sad. Grassi. And today we will be presenting you the top 10 power rankings heading into week 11 of the NFL. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout out and thank you to some brand new YouTube members. First, we got Travis Herko, we have Drazier, we have Eric Schwett, and we have Urser87. A big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, I wasn't lying when I said that I really, really struggled. I spent a good hour and a half just trying to figure out who my number three was going to be because I feel like the top two are pretty obvious. And then after that, it's a total crap show. Are the Seahawks on here? Are the Raiders on here? What about the Titans? Do they deserve to be on here anymore? And then you have the Rams winning. The Dolphins are continuously winning. What is going on? And so there might be some controversy here on the top 10 power rankings this week because this was a uh, Really, really difficult to try to figure out. At least we can agree that the Green Bay Packers are going to be the only NFC North team on here. Got him again! Starting off with number 10, you got the Arizona Cardinals. Simply because of the Hale Murray. Literally the only reason that they're going to be on here. Now, here's the thing. The Cardinals are a good football team. I have talked about the Cardinals ad nauseum on this show. I have praised their offense up and down, especially the play of Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, who is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. But I'm still not convinced that their defense could carry them far into the playoffs. But I will say, kind of like the Seahawks were doing, if they just outscore their opponents by a lot and just keep on scoring touchdowns, it really doesn't matter what happens to your defense. And here... Well, the Cardinals pulled off some damn magic, beating a very good Bills team. One of the greatest plays that I've seen since, oh, I don't know, all the ones that Aaron Rodgers did. Listen, Kyler, you're a nice kid and you're obviously talented and you probably have a long, successful career in the NFL. But let's not kid ourselves. Aaron Rodgers is the Hail Mary King. But it was still a really good throw. So the Cardinals are actually going to edge out the Seahawks here because Russell Wilson, man, has been struggling. Multiple turnovers you saw from this past Sunday. And the Seahawks just don't look like the same team that they were weeks ago. Now you have the Cardinals facing off with the Seahawks this Thursday night, which really will cement them as leaders in the NFC West. And if they're able to beat the Seahawks, they'll just keep on rising up this list. Number nine. God, they're actually up one. The Miami Dolphins. They keep winning. They just keep winning. Tua was solid again, now 3-0 as a starter. And their defense and special teams keep on pulling out miraculous plays week in and week out. Is this going to be sustainable? Is they going to be able to continue this? Who cares? We're just along for the ride right now. And right now, the Dolphins are playing pretty damn good football. I don't know if they're going to be able to actually take the division, but, I mean, it'd be cool to see them in the playoffs. Why not? Number eight, jumping up a bunch of spots. You got the Vegas Raiders. And this is where I really struggled with them on the list. 
I actually wanted to put the Raiders lower, but I couldn't justify putting them below the Dolphins and the Cardinals. And so this whole back half, really, I I struggled with this greatly. And here's why I'm kind of going to crap on the Raiders a little bit, but obviously they're on the list, and then I'm going to bring them back up again. The Raiders have been winning football games. There is no doubt about it. Had they been beating really good teams, not so much. However, I will give credit where credit is due. They knocked off the Kansas City Chiefs a while ago, and they're going to have an opportunity to do that again on Sunday night. Here's the positive. That defense beat the ever-living crap out of Drew Locke. Four interceptions on the day. Josh Jacobs, one of the best running backs right now in the NFL, bulldozed through that Broncos defensive line. And so I like a lot of that. My question is, are they a real team? Are they one that is going to be able to actually make waves in the playoffs? There's articles already coming out talking about, oh, you know, is this John Gruden's best season? And is this the best team that he's ever coached? And blah, 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 blah. And no, the Buccaneers were. Can't give you a ton of confidence. I'm going to put you at number eight. You sweep the Chiefs and you'll stay on the list and you'll keep on rising. So you hear that, Raiders fans? That's on you. Number seven, we got big falling downs for the Baltimore Ravens. I watched that game. I streamed that game on Sunday night when they were playing in the middle of a typhoon and my lights were flickering and I was wondering if the power was going to go out and thankfully it didn't. However, I wish that the Ravens showed some damn power on offense because they were so lackluster. Where is the team that I watched last year carve up defenses with an amazing run game, with amazing play by Lamar Jackson, it seems to have just gone. And last week, Lamar Jackson was talking about how defense were able to call out the offensive plays. That's a big old problem, and that's a reflection on your offensive coordinator. And here, maybe the Patriots weren't able to call out plays, but this was just sloppy-ass football, and it wasn't just because of the weather. They have no run game to speak of right now with Dobbins and returning Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson, I mean, he does the very best he can when he scrambles and he's still able to make some of the throws, but, you know, throwing a costly pick right before the half really, really hurt them. And while the Patriots are not a very good football team this year, they're one of those teams that still will let you beat yourselves. And that's exactly what the Ravens did. And I think that they have just proven that they can't come back from a deficit. Now, I will say the Packers are kind of similar in that. We saw that with the Buccaneers game. And we saw that last year as well, that when they're down, it's really difficult for them to get back into the game. This was just a 10-point swing, though. And the Ravens have just not looked like a great football team. They've been inconsistent, to say the least. And they're going to be playing the Titans next week, which is a game that both teams desperately need to win. The Ravens, I still think, will be in the playoffs, obviously, but how far they're going to go? I mean, if this game is any indication, it's not going to be far. Number six, just outside the top five, I got the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, they got it done. They won. They did it. The defense stepped up when it needed to. The offense had some uncharacteristic turnovers like a Devontae Adams fumble. Also, Aaron Rodgers throwing an interception on a windy, blustery day at Lambeau Field. But yeah, I think that they're going down to number six. This was another tough one in that the Packers, you know, talking about inconsistent. And Rodgers was on Pat McAfee talking about this today, talking about how there's this expectation to blow out teams. And listen, everybody's a professional in the NFL. All these teams are getting paid to win. And I'm not necessarily overly concerned because you have seen good teams on this list struggle against bad teams or low winning or low achieving teams this year. 
And, you know, you could chalk it up to a number of different things. It might have just been that team's week to put up a really, really good fight. You look at the Cowboys and the Steelers, for an example. You look at the Panthers and the Chiefs from last week. And this might have just been the Jaguars' day. What gives me hope about this is that Rashawn Gary played really, really well. MVS really, really stepped up. Devontae Adams continued to be a god after a couple of drops. And, of course, a fumble. And Aaron Rodgers remains as good as ever. Alan Lazard should be coming back next week for the Colts. And I think they're going to be a great test against this Packers team to see where they measure up. The Packers have the talent and the skill to go deep into the playoffs. They're currently the number one seed in the NFC. And looking around the NFC, you know, you're seeing a lot of teams start to fall off. You look at teams like the Saints, for example, you know, looked good. Alvin Kamara running that team against the 49ers. However, Drew Brees being injured throws that into jeopardy. The Buccaneers, they looked really good. But last week, they got slapped in the face in the week prior. They almost lost to the Giants. And so I want to kind of remain unbiased here, and I want to remain as even as possible. That it's not that I'm expecting a blowout every single time. And I think as fans, we can't expect that, right? Because it's just not feasible. The Green Bay Packers, I think, are a very, very good football team. But right now, considering the play from the rest of the league, I have them at a solid number six. If they're able to beat the Colts next week, they will most certainly go up on this list. Number five, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and this was a rebound for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it was a close first half against the Panthers, and then they just blew the Panthers out of the water in the second half. Brady had three touchdowns once again. Ronald Jones, 192 yards, including the longest run in Buccaneers franchise history. The defense, they made the Panthers' lives miserable. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater got injured, but three sacks and an interception. And the Buccaneers really needed this game to rebound and essentially show like, hey, we're still here. And I think, again, in this 2020 season, it is such a week-to-week league in that the doors are wide open for any team to beat any team, but the Buccaneers took care of business and in a dominant fashion on the Sunday. Number four, I got the Buffalo Bills. I didn't think it was right to punish the Buffalo Bills to the extent that I'm sure many power rankings are going to do to them. Josh Allen, the two interceptions hurt. No doubt about it. The lack of a running game is still very problematic. However, Josh Allen led that team down with an amazing dart and amazing catch by Stephon Diggs. And besides a miracle happening to them, they played pretty darn good football. Now, it can be a little bit concerning that they're supposed to have one of the best defenses in the league and they're allowing that to happen. But listen, the NFL is a crazy place. I think the Bills are still a very good football team. I'll be a little inconsistent from week to week at times, but if Josh Allen is able to play his ass off and is able to do what he did in that near game winning drive, nine times out of 10, they're going to beat teams. And that's why I still think they deserve the top five. Number three, you got the New Orleans Saints. And this is why I struggled with them. I was not going to put the Saints this high because I think the Drew Brees injury kind of throws everything into jeopardy. And... The problem was, is I didn't think the Bills deserved number three. I didn't think the Packers did. And I didn't think the Buccaneers did. So I put the Saints there. And this is kind of like, hey, you go here until we find out what's going on with Drew Brees, who broke ribs and also had a punctured lung and stayed in the game for a few plays, which is insane. But obviously, Drew Brees is going to miss some time. Now, Jameis Winston, Hill, are they going to be able to lead the team to some victories in his absence? 
I think that they're going to be able to. I mean, you saw Drew Brees obviously get injured last year, and you were able to have Teddy Bridgewater come in and be successful. But really, this has been the story of Alvin Kamara this season. Kamara has literally put that team on his shoulders and has found a ton of success. So if the Saints can hold off and get a couple of wins, they're still going to be in great position for the playoffs and still be in competition for that number one seed. Let's just see how the guys play. Number two, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Domination of the Bengals. Domination. Big Ben, four touchdowns, 333 yards, and they didn't even have a run game to do it. This was all Big Ben and, of course, that defense. Johnson had six receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown. TJ Watt with a two-sack game, a total of four sacks for the Steelers' defense, and they are still the only undefeated team in the NFL. The ba- I thought they would I thought they would struggle a little bit against the Bengals, especially because I didn't know if Big Ben was going to play. But the Steelers most definitely proved me wrong, proved that they're still a dominant team, and their undefeated streak continues. Then number one, of course, you still have the reigning defending Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Had a bye week this week and got to able to rest up. Uh, and able to recover after a close game with the Carolina Panthers. Their eyes are set on the showdown with the Raiders on Sunday night football, and which should be a very good game, and it's a winnable game for the Chiefs, and I think one that the Chiefs are going to be a little extra motivated to win after losing to the Raiders earlier this season. We're still kind of waiting for Le'Veon Bell to emerge as a threat, but then again, he did just get there, so we might be jumping the gun a little bit on expecting him to make a big contribution immediately, but the Chiefs are still a really damn good football team, and I still think they're the best team in the league, and I still think that they have the best shot right now of winning the Super Bowl. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Any teams like the Seahawks or the Titans or even the Rams that you think should be on this list, let me know. You guys find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or TomGrassyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go Pack Go. 